We are joined by CBS Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. The Takeout Podcast is heard here on WTMJ, and his book, The Big Truth, is a book that you really ought to check out. Former President Donald Trump continues to be in the news, and it's very, very relevant to Major's book. Check out The Big Truth. Major, good afternoon. Thanks for being here. Great, John. How are you? Very good. So today's news that Donald Trump is the focus of an investigation into the uh, the riots at the Capitol is obviously very serious. My question is, on the electoral side, does it even matter? Can this impact his run for president? He fundraises off of this. He continues to be popular. How does this ultimately impact his chances of becoming president again? Well, ultimately, I don't know the answer to that because we're a long way from the convention in Milwaukee Next summer, we're a long way from the rigors of a full-blown national campaign, which we haven't seen since 2016. Remember, we didn't have one in 2020. We had a sort of make-believe campaign, a lot of stuff from the basement of Joe Biden's house, as Trump often said, and Trump had very few rallies. We're going to have an engaged national campaign and a huge debate over the future of the country, all of that a long time from now. One of the things that's important about today is who disclosed the information today? Former President Trump. When was he notified by the special counsel of this target letter? He said it was Sunday night. Why would former President Trump wait until today to denounce this? Well, because Ron DeSantis is having a big interview, an hour-long interview with Jake Tapper on CNN, and he's trying to reset his campaign. So, I just point that out to say this is a judicial procedure that will or will not lead to an indictment of the former president about January 6th. If it does, we can all as a country digest the particulars of the evidence and how they fit or maybe to some minds don't fit with the underlying law. But we heard about this news because of one actor and one actor only, former President Trump, selectively releasing this information, as he has his right to, for political reasons. So he has a political orientation to all of this. The truth for our country is, and for the history books will be, the law will adjudicate these cases. Politics will circulate around them, but the law will adjudicate these cases. And there will be trials on these indictments. There will certainly be a trial at some point. We don't know when. We'll find out later today, maybe later this week on the classified documents case, but if there is an indictment from the special counsel on January 6th that implicates the former president, there will be an evidence in a trial there too. And we don't know what that looks like, and we don't know what the political resonance of that will be, John, because we simply have never been there before. So these questions are harder than almost any other question to answer. In the moment, yes, there is a rallying for Republicans around the former president. How durable that rallying is, has yet to be to, has to be tested or discovered. Hey, Major, it almost feels like with each indictment becomes a strengthening of Trump's most vocal supporters in his fan base. That certainly is what it looks like right now. And look, if you're if you're an average Republican in Congress right now, not from a swing district, but from a let's say plus five to plus ten Republican district, meaning more Republicans than Democrats. The safest place for you to be right now is to say, well, it's the Biden Justice Department, and I don't like that. Not necessarily defending the president, because nobody really does that. They don't defend the president about the election lie. Some do, but most don't. 
what they do because it's the safest place to be. Not going to get a lot of hassle from your Republican supporters about abandoning the president or caving into Biden is to say, well, it's the Biden Justice Department. That's a safe, semi-committed, but really, when you dig into it, non-committal place to be. And yes, in the main, Republicans who say they're going to participate in primaries and caucuses don't like this and think there is something unjust or unfair in the application of this law. How long that persists, and look, it may persist this summer, it may persist through the fall, it may persist into next year. That's certainly possible. And all current evidence suggests it's more likely than not. But these things have a way of shifting from immediate political and sort of atmospheric reaction to, hey, wait a minute, this is actually a procedure. What are the Trump attorneys actually saying in court? What are the representations? Does their defense hold up? All of those things will be tested in that testing process. The politics around it may, may change. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. Major, are any of these crimes, if a conviction happens, disqualifying as far as a run for the presidency? Well, okay. <laughs> Not a from a question. perception standpoint, but legally, right. does that disqualify so, him? So you, so you, again, because this is uncharted territory, uh, and, the, and the powers of the presidency are different than the powers of a member of Congress or a member of the Senate, this is all being tested. But if, for example, the former president were to be convicted on any of the charges in the classified documents case, he would have to, he, he would have to serve time. And if he's, I mean, that, that's just a reality. <laughs> right. And how do you, how do you, you, I mean, if he's president, that, that's why the, that's why this trial date time and schedule is super meaningful, really meaningful. The prosecution, the special counsel wants to have this trial and says it can be conducted in two, two maybe three weeks max. We should have it this year. Trump people say, the Trump attorneys have said, sometime after 2024, simply because as a candidate, he should be shielded from accountability. So that's a standard and approach to American justice never before asserted. I'm a candidate, therefore I can be shielded from all accountability until after the election. Well, that's a kind of audacious approach to American law. And I'm not exactly sure if Republicans would be comfortable with that if a Democrat that they didn't like also asserted that. Say, look, you can't start, you can't do anything to me until after the next big election, which I'm involved in. Is that a standard that we're comfortable with? So all of these things are hard to answer. Does a president have pardon power to pardon himself? Who knows? And I and this is why it gets this gets back to my hesitation about saying, well, this is a political winner for Trump. It is right now, unquestionably. But as we get closer to the gen, genuine, real-life ramifications of what this actually means, it may not be the asset that it is right now. Major Garrett, CBS's chief Washington correspondent with us for about another minute or so. His book is The Big Truth. You need to check out The Big Truth. All right, Major, it looks like the Padres are likely to be sellers uh, here at the God, trade deadline. I hope so. We'll take your reliever back. Yeah, can we get Josh so Hader go back? Ahead. 
Go ahead. Look, uh, <laughs> I, not, not because I don't like Josh Hader. I do. I love him. He's a great pitcher. But uh, we, we, have, we have imploded before my very eyes. This is the hardest season of my life as a Padre fan. I've been a Padre fan, I think, as I've told you, John, since 1969 when I was seven years old. And the right. Padres entered the National League. And most of those seasons were tolerable because I had no expectations. Having expectations, outsized expectations, is a rarity for Padre fans, and they're a cruel rarity when they collapse so conspicuously as they have this season. I've watched almost every game. This team does not have fight. It does not have tenacity. It doesn't have what it takes. And we've got to sell Blake Snell, Josh Hader, and I hope Juan Soto, and rebuild our farm system and not start from scratch, but start over Woo. and prepare for 2024. Well, we're going to help console you here because we're going to help make you rich. Here's what we're doing. <laughs> we are collecting numbers for the Powerball drawing from all of our live guests today. You give us a number and why that number means something to you. We're going to use that as one of the numbers we pick, and if we win, you get a big fat slice of the jackpot. What number do you okay, want? Okay, the number is six. Hmm, all right. Why? Why six? Because that was the first number on my first Little League uniform and has always been my lucky number ever since. There we go. It's on the list. Six. All got right. It. Mark it down, Tony. We got six from Major Garrett, and you will be getting your one-sixth <laughs> of the $1 billion. We knew it wasn't Juan Soto's number. That's right. Yeah, it wasn't going to be Josh Hader's 71. Jeez. Nope. Nope. Anyway. Nope. <laughs> Major, it's always good to catch up. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks so much, guys. It is 3.56 at WTMJ.